It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. For the next hour, Ultimate Bass will take you fishing around the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros, bringing you the latest in tackle, techniques, technology, and just plain talk. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. It's Saturday morning, June the 18th. Father's Day weekend, and we were we were looking for a title of this show for this weekend. I think we'd uh, we'd have to call it "He's Back." Well, who are we talking about? Are we talking about Bassmaster uh, Elite Series Angler of the Year going for his seventh Bassmaster Angler of the Year title? KVD, yeah, that could be it. That could be it, Kevin. Kevin looks like he's got it in the bag, but mathematically he has not uh, eliminated everybody. Now they'll cut to uh, they'll cut to twelve today, and and likely crown Van Dam the angler of the year. He's uh, sitting in sixth place, back at uh, the final Bassmaster Elite Series tournament of the year on Wheeler Lake. Oh man, David Walker, he had a horrible tournament over on the uh, Arkansas River. Walker back on the Bassmaster Elite Series tour. Uh, he did a did a pretty long stint with uh, the FLW and uh, Walker leading the event two days, 35-3. But now looking down the standings, we could also talk about the guy in third place who has to win this tournament to get to the 2011-2012 Bassmasters Classic. <clears throat> yeah, Skate Race. Skate Race Day 2, Big Bag, 19-5. Moves him all the way into third 33-2 for Skeet, a little bit behind Walker. Him and Walker are fishing side-by-side. Side. Greg Hackney in second. Ott Defoe in fourth. Defoe wraps up the uh, Rookie of the Year title. Uh, Bradley Roy, KVD in sixth. Chad Griffin, Bernie Schultz making it into the top ten. He has not been there in a long time. Timmy Horton in ninth. Um, Travis Manson rounding out the top ten. So uh, going to be an interesting one to watch. Uh, obviously, everybody in the West pulling for Skeet. Um Skeet having a tough year. Will not make it to the Bassmasters Classic in uh, uh, the 2011 season through the Elite Series unless unless Skeet wins this tournament and uh, an automatic uh, berth into the Classic with a win on the Elite Series. So he's in third. Uh, obviously, everyone's going to be watching what Skeet does uh, back there as well. Angler of the Year, no weird Angler of the Week fish-off this year. Um, it will all be decided at the end of this tournament. They will award the Angler of the Year title and move on to the Toyota Tundra All-Star Weekend, and they're going to take the top eight fishermen from the point standings. And uh, and then they're going to move into uh, um, kind of like NASCAR does, where you can, uh, you can vote in your favorite angler, and they're going to take four anglers in, uh, from the fan vote. So uh, eight qualify, four go in from the fan vote, and uh, Bass will be releasing all of that here uh, coming up. So um, I'm sure we're going to hear a big push to uh, to vote for some of the guys. You know, I figure we'll uh, we'll throw a little love towards Skeet, throw a little love towards Gary Klein and some of those guys, and uh, we'll hear more about that um, in, the, uh, in the upcoming weeks when Bass releases that next week. On the other side of the uh, of the Bass Fishing Wars is the uh, FLW um, Majors Tour going on Kentucky Barkley Lake and a couple of our western guys having a great tournament. Unfortunately one of them is not Mike Reynolds. Uh, Reynolds hopes for a uh, Angler of the Year title. Uh, the FLW Tour not going to happen. Reynolds finishing up in 96th back there on Kentucky Lake. Tough one for Mike. Uh, J. Luke, J. Justin Lucas in 77th. Justin Kerr just missing the cut um, for the paychecks. They paid out 60, Justin, in 61st. Um, Cody Meyer in 25th. Brent Naylor making the cut in 19th. Davey Crom from Washington in 8th. Uh, Jay Yellis, our top finishing uh, Western guy right now. Yellis sitting in sixth at uh, Kentucky Lake. Um, Going to be an uh, interesting one to watch and see how that all uh, unfolds through uh, uh, the year. They have one more on the FLW Tour. Reynolds obviously looks like he's a lock-in for the Forest Wood Cup, the event he was trying to make. 
but uh, does not look like after this weekend um, we'll see Mikey with uh, with a chance at the FLW Angler of the Year. So a uh, tough one back there for Reynolds. Uh, tough one for some of our guys back on the Bassmaster Elite Series Tour as well. One cool deal, I was watching the standings yesterday, and I thought he got bumped by... Uh, uh, I thought he got bumped out. You know, they take the top 50 today, and that's the guaranteed $10,000 paycheck. Uh, John Murray from Phoenix, Arizona, 51st, and thought, oh, bummer, and then started watching the weights, and there was a, a four-way tie for 50th place with 22-7, and um, then they start going in first day, big bag, big fish. I don't know who yeah, they start figuring out how they're going to break the ties. But uh, Murray getting to fish today and a guaranteed check. So uh, don't know if that last check will be uh, ten grand or if they'll have to split that amongst the other two anglers. So um, not sure where John will ta- will wind up if he does in in fact stay in fifty first. He's got to move up a little bit. So uh, we're looking forward to uh, watching that one. Good job for uh, for Murdog. Ish making the cut as well back there. He uh, had a good tournament, thirty fourth place for Ish. He's uh, Got to move way up, though, to get into uh, into that classic spot. How about last week's tournament? Denny Brower winning the event. Uh, man, there was a lot of stuff happened back there. Uh, I wish I could tell you guys, without breaking the uh, FCC regulations, what uh, uh, what Mark Zona texted me last Saturday after that whole tournament on the Arkansas River. You know they've got locks on the Arkansas River. Uh, the final day, 12 guys, 10 of them locked through two pools to go down into the uh, – Pine Bluff Arm or Pine Bluff Pool on uh, the Arkansas River. They uh, uh, they went down commercial boat tra- barge traffic locked up the barge, um, forcing uh, those guys to hold up. The uh, ten guys coming back in, coming out of the lock, were all late to weigh in. Um, not not fifteen minutes late, where uh, you would be disqualified totally for the day, but um, a pound a minute they lost and. Uh, Really shook the standings up. A bunch of the guys did not have a, weight, uh, a zero weight. They didn't have enough fish to offset the six pounds uh, deficit. Denny Brower, uh, he had a great bag of fish once again. Brower winning the tournament. Um, Aaron Martins, familiar spot for Aaron, second place. Amart, he stayed close. He stayed right there uh, in the pool. Him and Ish were the only two that made it back in. They were the only two that did not lock down through. So uh, uh, really shook things up a little bit as far as the uh, point standings, as far as uh, the final uh, deal in the tournament. Then there was the then there was the uh, question of ethics on the water, where one angler uh, who zeroed on day one. Uh, was fishing pretty close. Well, like right next to Denny Brower, who was leading the tournament, wound up back on top of uh, that spot on day two, and uh, kind of a kind of a little war ensued throughout the week. And uh, Denny Denny none too uh, uh, none none too shy about saying that uh, he was not going to be a fan of uh, of uh, this young rookie angler from Kalamazoo, Michigan, uh, Jonathan Van Dam, and uh, it was a bad deal. Uh, but they uh, they wound up settling it, uh, I guess. Um, they did fish next to each other throughout the whole tournament, and uh, gosh darn it, if uh, if Denny didn't pull it out. So congratulations there to uh, Denny Brower, his 17th Bassmaster win. Hey, last weekend, a little closer to home at Clear Lake, congratulations to Glenn Lockhart for winning the Angler's Choice Angler of the Year on their Pro-Am circuit. Glenn having a phenomenal year back there. And, uh, yeah, you know, we kind of were uh, pulling to hopefully see D. Thomas uh, Pull it off, you know. D uh, D D getting up there, as we uh, we all know. But D uh, uh, D having a little tougher tournament. I think he might have tied for tied for second. We're not even sure how the point standings uh, wound up up there yet. We're uh, we're still waiting for uh, Bill Hutchison to uh, get his get his adding machine out, and figure up all the points, and uh, put that up on the internet for us. It's going to be interesting to watch. Um, but uh, we we caught up. You know who else you're going to catch up with on Father's Day than the father of flipping? We caught up with D. Thomas this week. You guys will hear from D. a little bit later, so that's going to be kind of cool. We are going to be going live back to Wheeler Lake uh, from thebasszone.com. Bass Talk Live, our old buddy Mark Jeffries. Mark's going to give us a little little update. What's going on back there at the uh, uh, back there at Wheeler and uh, what his thoughts are on uh, maybe maybe seeing how Skeet can pull that one off and, and win that tournament. So we're going to be uh, keeping an eye on that. Hey, if you got nothing to do today, you're looking for uh, uh, looking for a little little fish and fix, Sportsman's Warehouse, Bassapalooza today going on out there. We'll be talking to uh, Michael Baggett from the uh, Bayside Fishing Club. Michael, the uh, champion last year on the Future Pro Tour, uh, 
on their uh, classics. So we'll be talking to Michael as well. He's going to be out there. I, I, really cool. He's got Matt Allen out there, one of the top big bait swim bait guys out there. Don Paganelli's going to be talking as well about uh, uh, fishing Folsom, Berryessa, places like that. So you don't want to miss that. It's going to be uh, uh, going to be a lot of fun. Going to be interesting to get out there and check that. And coming Tuesday night, six thirty, Gone Fishing Marine. We've got uh, the Ultimate Bass University going on at six thirty, and it is Topwater Night. We are going to cover it all from spooks to frogs. Um, Preston Henson is going to join me. Um, man, I'm passionate about topwater fishing. One of the things I really love to do and and uh, spend a lot of time doing. And and so once a year, you know, I get to do the class. I I, I choose that. You know, nope, I get to do one. Um, we don't uh, we don't pass the torch off to anybody. And uh, so I chose the topwater night. I I uh, I did the fall class last year talking about deep jig fishing. One of the things I really love to do in the fall. And uh, and talk a little bit about topwater fishing. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Tuesday night, 6.30, Gone Fishing Marine, Ultimate Bass University. We can't wait to uh, get you guys all out there and hang out with us. It's going to be a lot of fun and uh, and see um, if we can't pass on some some bait modifications, some new topwater baits, some old topwater baits, something fun to uh, fish with. But, guys, I think we're going to jump into our first set of breaks. When we come back, we're going to be hanging out with a guy who is uh, – who has pioneered bass fishing here in the West, the guy that started the flipping technique, the father of flipping. He is a uh, Bass Fishing Hall of Fame member, um, California Sportsman Hall of Fame member, uh, and uh, Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame member. So stick around, guys. We're uh, we're going to be we're going to be talking bass fishing with D. Thomas. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. If you were a saltwater fisherman for years, you knew High's Tackle Box in San Francisco was the place to go. Well, if you're a bass fisherman, you got to know that High's Tackle Box is the place to go for everything you need for bass fishing. All the hard-to-find swim baits, tungsten baits, rods, reels, terminal tackle, everything you're looking for is at High's Tackle Box. Sure, you can order it online at highstackleboxshop.com, or you can stop by their store, 40 Chestnut Avenue in South San Francisco, and visit with Jonah and the entire crew down at High's Tackle Box. They've got everything you need. If you're a bass fisherman, High's Tackle Box, your barrier source for everything you need to go fishing. Lawrence Electronics is the world leader in design and manufacturing of high-quality sport fishing sonar and GPS units. And their new high-definition systems are state-of-the-art and light years ahead of the competition. If you want the highest-definition broadband fish-finding capabilities available, you need a Lawrence. Less noise, more targets, crystal clear clarity, incredible shallow and deep water performance, and expandability at no extra cost. With 45 years manufacturing experience, Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive prices. Check out the new state-of-the-art high-definition system of sonar and GPS mapping electronics at your favorite tackle store or on the web at Lowrance.com. Hi, Seth Hendrickson from California Sportsman here with a fishing tip. Having trouble catching stripers? Try bright orange crankbaits. And speaking of bright orange, big bulky orange life jackets are a thing of the past. Today's life jackets are lightweight, comfortable, and even made specifically for anglers with lots of pockets for things like, well, bright orange crankbaits. A life jacket can save your life, but only if you wear it. So here's another tip. If you use a boat to fish, wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. You have seen it on TV. You have seen it on magazine covers. And you have seen Bassmaster Classic champions wearing it. What is Bassaholics? Bassaholics is lifestyle apparel that identifies you as an addictive Bassaholic. Bassaholics is what all the top pro anglers are wearing when they aren't getting paid for the logo on their shirt. More than just t-shirts and hats, Bassaholics has a complete lineup of jackets, hoodies, long and short sleeve shirts, hats, and other great products like wraps for your iPhone, tournament jerseys, and more. Stop by your local dealer today or visit them at Bassaholics.com and upgrade your fishing and lifestyle wardrobe. If you're an addictive trophy hunter or just catch 12 inches, you're a bassaholic. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. 
Every week I have to figure out who we're going to interview on Ultimate Bass. Well, it's Father's Day weekend. This was a no-brainer. This was easy for two reasons on my part. One, well, he's the father of flipping. Got to talk to him on Father's Day weekend. And two, well, my dad's fishing with Bobby Garland and some of the other greats up there. So I'm going to go to my other pop, D. Thomas. Happy Father's Day, Pap. Thanks, Ken. I appreciate that. You know, I, I said, man, I got to talk to D. With the kind of year you had with Angler's Choice this year, how cool was it to uh, to see you go into that final tournament leading the points race? And you had a whole bunch of fans out here hoping to see you pull that off. And, uh, well, as you'd tell me, you tripped on it, bud. No, it ain't tripped on it, bud. It stepped on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know, I had I had two real bad occasions. I had one in the Delta where I only caught four fish on one day. That cost me angle of the year right there. Right, right. And then the second day up there, uh, I had a little bad luck. I lost a fish on the second day, and we almost had him in the net. But you know how that goes, almost shoulda, coulda. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that one would have done the job. And then I had a giant on on Saturday that would have done the job. Now, you told me that that giant was probably the biggest fish you've ever had on in Clear Lake. It was, without a doubt, the biggest fish I've ever had on. Now, I go back to a January a few years ago where that fish was almost 14 pounds that you had in your hand taking pictures. This fish here was so much more bigger than that fish. is unbelievable. The bad part about it is I've never seen the fish. Yeah. So it could have been a catfish, but what leads me to think it wasn't because it ran right straight into the tulis. Right. And catfish don't look for cover. They look for deep water when they get hooked. And they like to roll. Exactly, and this fish didn't roll a bit. Yeah, and normally if it's a catfish, you still come back with some of that slime on your fishing line, and it answers your question. Absolutely none. I got my whole rig back, sinker, hook, the whole nine yards. Uh, that was... And it was, just, it was just one of those kind of deals. And I, I looked at my partner, Fred Lundeen, and I told Fred, I said, if that was a bass, it just cost me the tournament. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that took the wind out of my sails a little bit there, and then... The one on Saturday, Sunday took the wind out of my sails, and then I got to thinking about what happened during the previous part of the year, and the Delta came to mind, and it just wasn't meant to be for me this year. But I think that, personally, I think that, uh, that they got a great champion. I think that uh, Ben Lockhart is, is, is the guy. He's done a great job all year. I've never met the man. But I would like to publicly uh, congratulate him right now. I think he did an outstanding job all year, and I'm looking forward to chasing him next year. Yeah, chasing him next year. Glenn Lockhart is a great champion, a great guy. Um, Glenn, pretty quiet guy. He uh, went through some health issues uh, after a deer hunt last year, and uh, didn't even weren't sure he was going to make it off the mountain, and uh, and went through some pretty serious health issues. Wound up in the hospital. It's just great to see Glenn back and. and uh, um, he doesn't say a lot, but boy, he's sure a great fisherman, and, and uh, um, I, I've known him all the way back to the future pro tour with West Coast Bass days when uh, when he used to fish, and and uh, and boy, he was always a guy that could catch him. Fished out of a little Boston whaler and uh, and uh, fished in the small boat division, and and they caught him big time. And uh, and I knew if he ever stepped into the pro am circuits, he'd be a guy to beat. Well, you know, Ms. Look at his fishing ability. You better leave that deer hunting alone. He can make, he can make some money at this fishing. <laughs> Without a doubt. You know the other guy, D, that's having uh, a, a great year, really, no matter where he pops up at, both with FLW and, uh, and Angler's Choice, is Kevin Stewart. He's uh, he's fishing well, and he's fished well, you know, at places like Lake Roosevelt and, uh, you know, other places uh, other than just the Delta, and, and uh, Kevin's having a really good year. And, and it looks like the point standings, uh, you and Kevin might have been tied. You might have got him by a point. We're just going to have to wait and see how that all, uh, all all comes out. Well, you know, Kevin, I, I know him, and he's a pretty nice kid, and he uh, he does his homework. He puts a lot of effort into what he does, and if he'd have caught a break or two this year, he could have been angler of the year. Absolutely. And uh, that's, you know, that's what it takes to be angler of the year. you got to get just a little bit of luck and a whole lot of skill. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of luck that is the uh, is the deciding factor, isn't it? That's fact. Yeah, that's that's kind of the deciding factor. Um, Clear Lake, there were bedfish everywhere. You don't bedfish, man. Well, that was my nemesis. I, I don't bedfish. I opted to to fish dirty water. I went down in the creek, and nobody could catch them down there. But I went down there and found two little pieces of bank that was holding fish, and it really made made me the first day. But the second day, I couldn't get bit on any of it. Yeah. And I and I went I went to it six times. And I went back to it twice at different times of the day, and it just didn't happen. So 
I had to go out on the main lake and compete with boys that hadn't been through all the good stuff out there, and I was able to catch almost 16 pounds. And the uh, second day, my starting spot was right along uh, uh, Kevin, Kevin uh, the young man we were just talking about. Oh, Kevin Stewart. Yeah, Kevin yeah. Stewart. Uh, I started right alongside of Kevin first thing in the morning, and I pulled up on him, asked him if he was doing any good, and he already had one in a box over six, so... He was off to a good start, and I was scrambling to catch fish. There you go. Did you were you flipping those fish down in the creek, D? Uh, yeah, every one of them we flipped. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of puts things at your advantage when you get to go do that, doesn't it? Well, it it, it helps. It helps. I uh, I prefer to fish that way because normally you don't lose any fish, or right. you you lose a very small amount. Right. And when you start hooking them, and they're out there a ways, and you got trees and stuff around, and they can get to it, and you can't stop them with light line. You're begging for trouble. I talked to a couple of guys up there, like Wayne Brazil. He lost a 9 on Saturday and a 10 on Sunday. Mendez told me he lost one over 10 on Sunday. So there was a lot of big fish that was lost during that tournament that could have changed the whole outlook of the tournament had they got put in the boat. Exactly. Do you, are you seeing, I know you spend a lot of time on the Delta. You were up at Clear Lake. Um, how late are we? How far behind are we with this wacky spring we had and now it's turning into summer? How, how far behind are the fish? Well, I think the fish at Clear Lake are just now getting ready to do their thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the great big ones came up in March like they always do because they can handle the cold a little better. But I think right now they've got the, the major deal going on up there right now because we watch those fish from uh, – I was up – I got up there Wednesday and uh, talking to the guys. They watched the fish come to the banks. On uh, Thursday and Friday, they rolled in there in big numbers. Isn't it amazing how you can see them on Clear Lake, especially where they just come in waves to the bank? Exactly, exactly. And I guess that up there on the lake was just unbelievable good. Yeah, it's pretty funny when uh, you know we're oh we're a few months away from the, everyone talking about Clear Lake being dead and you know the numbers of fish are down and all that stuff they want to talk about at Clear Lake, but it seems like uh, man, you get up there every spring and there's just wave after wave after wave of big fish moving up. Well, we got the same problems in the Delta, and I think it all comes from that spray that the state's putting in the water to kill the weeds. Right. It may not be killing the fish, but it's killing the habitat and exposing all the all the fry. Is what it's doing. Changes the ecosystem. Everything. Everything. Yeah. And. Uh, but you know what we're going to do about it. There you go, right there. Absolutely. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk a little bit away from Angler's Choice. Let's talk a little bit away from uh, Clear Lake in the Delta. But uh, you know, we've we've all been watching the Bassmaster Elite Series this year, and we watched uh, two years in a row Skeet lead the points race to this year. Um, he may not crack the top 50 in the points. A guy like Gary Klein's made the top 12 two years in a row. Um, he, he's going to be lucky to, to get out of the 60s in the point standings this year. Let's talk about slumps, D. Every fisherman has them. I'm sure you've been through them. Um, how, do you, how, do you, how do you get in them, and how do you get out of them? Well, uh, I've had my share of slumps in the last 40 years of tournament fishing. And uh, they have one way you can get out of it, and that's just bear down and just keep fishing. And what you do is you go back to what what got you there, and you stay with it. We've got so many new techniques handed to us in the last 30 years that <clears throat> all the guys try to learn how to fish everything, and they have the tendency to get away from things that got them there. And when you do that there, it's going to bite you in the end. Because, mm -hmm. like, we'll take the frog, for example. Uh, Barrett, when the frogs first came out, Bobby Barrett just dominated the delta out here. Because mm -hmm. nobody knew how to fish a frog. Right. Well, pretty quick, everybody learns how to fish a frog. Uh, Bobby Barrett is no longer the dominating force because there's so many other guys out here, and I can name a bunch of them, right. that uh, they can fish it equally or as good as he can fish it. So now it's a case who gets lucky and gets on the right batch of fish. Right. And uh, take like Gary Klein. I think I don't think Gary's out of a slump. I think he's running out of interest. That's what I think he's doing. I think he uh, he's been second so many times, made the TLC so many times, or the classic as you want to call it, mm -hmm. so many so many times. Twenty nine times, yeah. Exactly, and I and you go that many times, and you get your brains beat in pretty quick. You start you know second guessing yourself. And as far as skeet goes, I think that old skeet after. But he said it. He said it the best that uh, uh, Kev Van Dam was angler of the year for one day. Right. And I agree with him on that. Uh, uh, Skate Reeves was angler of the year. Period. Cut and dry. I don't care what they say back there. But Kevin got it that one day, and that's what counted. Right. Right. 
And this year is just kind of a tough year for him. No, exactly. And what it's like out there, I, th- I think the same things with him. Is if you don't get off to a good start, your first two or three terms are not good. It's hard to it's hard to get into it then and go for it. And if you didn't, now you're now you're going back. You're totally just fishing for a check, and you're not fishing to uh, for the year end deal, the angle of the year thing. I think that has a lot of bearing on guys of Skeet's caliber and Van Dam's caliber and the way they fish throughout the course of the year, and Gary's caliber. Right. Because I think once you've passed your first or second tournament and you look like you've got a shot at angle of the year, I think you bear down, you fish a little harder, mm-hmm. and you fish a little smarter. And that's really at all levels. I mean, whether you're fishing one bass, angler's choice, FLW, uh, fishing some team circuits out here. I mean, it, you know, guys guys set their goals in every circuit that they fish. Do let's talk about getting into the slump of losing fish. Um you ever been in that one? Yeah, but it don't last long. <laughs> it doesn't take me long to recognize why I'm losing them, and I start making changes real quick. What do you change first? Uh, the biggest thing is, is is line and hook. That's the biggest thing right there. If I can, if, if it requires a direct set and there's any way I can fish braid with no stretch, that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. But if it's, uh, you got to go down to the real light stuff, boy, I try to get the thinnest, sharpest hooks I can throw then. So I can just get hook penetration because that's the only way you're going to get a stand, stand a chance of getting them in the boat. If you can't get them on, you can't get them in the boat. Well, and so often, you know, when you get into that, I'm, I'm losing them slump so often an angler sets the hook, and the first thought and the first thing out of his mouth is stay on. Well, you know, at, at Orville this year, on the second day up there, I had this fish on, and I fought him for at least two or three minutes. And it's the biggest spot I've ever had hooked. Mm-hmm. And he came to jump twice, and I was able to keep him down. And he just kept pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling. And then I was directly over him. You know how you get over him, and he was about 40 foot of water. And I was putting the pole on him, and he, he, he quit running away from me. And he started floating up to the top. They're coming up light. But when he was coming up, I could, I could, he was bucking. I could feel him really bucking, trying to get rid of that hook. And I turned around, and I looked at my partner, and I said, I'm going to lose this blankety-blank. Yep. Just like that, he was gone. You knew it was coming. I knew it was going to happen. Just the way he he'd changed everything. Right. And I could tell by the way he was working, if that hook wasn't in there good, it was over with. Exactly. And it, 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 now I hit it right on the head, he was gone just like that. Last weekend um, on the Arkansas River, Denny Brower won the tournament. I know uh, I know that was kind of a cool deal for you to see Denny come back at 60-some years old and win, his, uh, win, his, win another BASS tournament. I know you and Denny are friends. I know he's always given you a lot of credit. You know, he always said that uh, if D. Thomas didn't invent flipping, he'd still be a bricklayer. So, That's uh, right. He'd uh, probably be making more money to a bricklayer. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did make a hundred grand last weekend, so he did okay there. So. Well, it, it's looking better now. <laughs> exactly. Um, he had a he had a Bassmaster rookie uh, come in, fish the area the first day. Then he was leading the tournament. The rookie was uh, Goose Egg. He zeroed that day. He lost a couple of fish. Uh, day two, the rookie came right back and fished uh, back side-by-side with Denny when he was leading the tournament. Talk about tournament ethics. Talk about the unwritten rules and and, uh, um, talk about uh, the education process. Well, that young man didn't have any ethics. That's apparent. Anytime the guy's leading the tournament and you don't have a shot to beat him, you stay away from him, you stay off of him. You let him have his run at it. But if uh, if you got a shot to beat him, everything goes. Everything goes right. Everything goes. If you got a, if you got a shot of beating the guy, then there's no cutting, no slack, no nothing. Now, if you're chasing him and fishing his fish, and you're just fishing the man, that's wrong to start with. Mm-hmm. But if you but if you found the same water he's on, and you both got a shot at winning, then do what you got to do to get in there and get your share of fish. But if you're on the south end of the points or the uh, tournament standings, and he's on the north end of the tournament standings. You gotta we're have some about, We're talking about tournament standings. We're talking about that tournament. That tournament. That's what I mean. You know, well, after day one. Well, if he's if he's leading it, and he's got it. He's got a shot at winning it. And you're totally out of it. You got no business being any place around him. How do uh, how does that education process get passed on to the anglers, and and how do we how do we how do we deal with those anglers that say, "But I have a right to fish wherever I want." Well, they do have a right to fish wherever they want, and uh, but the way I've always looked at it is I try to treat the fishermen the way I want to be treated when I'm on the water. 
And, uh, you know, I've pretty much honored everybody's water when it comes to, because I know where you're at at the end of the first day and if you're catching any fish. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind where you're at because I can find that out in just a few minutes. Right. But I've never chased another man's fish. And I have seen over the last 30 or 40 years, the guys don't crowd me either. When I, when I got stuff going on, I get in an area and I, I'll be catching a lot of good quality fish. Guys give me a lot of room. When I won Orville, uh, a fisherman came in on me the second day, one of the best fishermen in Northern California. Mm-hmm. And he asked me, he says, what are you fishing, D? And I says, I'm fishing from here to there. And he says, okay, I won't touch any of it. And I fished, I fished that area for another three hours, and he fished around me for three hours, but he never once did he get on the stuff I was fishing. Right. Right. See, that's, now that's ethics right there. Well, as I explained to a lot of anglers out here, I was fortunate enough uh, early on in this game um, to be, uh, uh, let's just say that some of the veterans were nice enough to teach us the, uh, the ethics and how we did things on the water. And, uh, and, and maybe that's uh, not, not being passed on to some of, uh, some of our new fishermen. Well, I went down south and I fished the first big money tournament I ever had down there, and that was the one that Jimmy Crisp won mm-hmm. at Table Rock. Is a hundred thousand. That was the first hundred thousand dollars I ever had. Right. And uh, I didn't make the cut, but Gleeby made the cut for the the last day or next to the last day or whatever it was. Right. And well, I took and fished. We had two more days to fish before you got to that cut. Well, I went ahead and fished, and I went to places that I hadn't been. Well, I found Nixon and all the guys. I think Larry finished second in that tournament. Right. Right. I found all these guys. Well, when I came back to the room, because those guys back there, they, they move in on you pretty close. Mm-hmm. I came back to the room, and I thought, maybe may have a shot. So I told Libby, I says, uh, I can tell you what I know. So I told him where Larry was. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, Larry came up to me. At, at, we went in for the last deal when the guys were going to get paired up. Because I stayed throughout the whole thing. It was just an experience being there. Right. And Larry came up to me and he said, did you tell Gleeby where I was at? And I said, just a minute, Larry. And I went outside and Gleeby was outside. I knew where he was at and I got Gleeby and I brought him back in the room with me. And there's just the three of us standing there. And I says, yeah, I told him where he was at. He said, well, I don't think that's right. And I said, well, it's probably not. And I said, but I've been watching how you guys fish back here. And I thought that's the way you guys fished. <laughs> And he says, well, that ain't the way we fish back here. And he, and he says, I don't think it's right, D. And Gleeby says, well, what would you do, if you, what would you do D, if you was fishing tomorrow night and, and, and it wasn't me? I says, I wouldn't go where the man's at. Right. Gleeby says, that's good enough for me. And Gleeby never went where he's at. Right, right. So I was trying to play with their rules on what they do back there. And all of a sudden, they wanted to play like we played out here. That's a long time ago. That's not like it is now. Right. Because guys out here have the tendency to get a little close sometime on the boys. Yeah, they get they get a little crowded. Guys, we're with D. Thomas. Uh, D's had a great year. Angler's Choice, a father of flipping. Um, what a great article that uh, Jody only just wrote about you on the new WesternBass.com uh, online magazine, and, and uh, really, uh, really not so much the history of flipping, but really got into uh, the history of fishing. A lot of things about the Delta, and a lot of things about the sport. And uh, pretty cool article. Me and Jody not done yet. We're gonna I think we're gonna try to do a book. You're gonna do a let's, book? Yeah, I think so. Am let's, I let's gonna be in it? Uh, if you're lucky. <laughs> if, uh, one more thing to say, I'd like to congratulate Mark Crutcher for winning the tournament at Clear Lake and congratulate Glenn Lockhart once more and more time. You guys got it, D. I appreciate it, buddy. As always, fun to catch up with you. Uh, Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame member, Bass Fishing Hall of Fame member, and uh, California Sportsman Hall of Fame member. Him and Skeet Reese, the only two in the California. Buddy, you take care, okay? D. Thomas, buddy, appreciate it always, and uh, we will uh, definitely see you on the water and uh, get back out in the garage and get your tackle done. Now it's time for the Ultimate Bass Pro Tip of the Week, brought to you by Gone Fishing Marine and Mercury-powered Nitro Boats. With 14 different models to choose from, Nitro and Gone Fishing Marine have the perfect bass boat for your needs. From the 17-foot 482 to the all-new Superfast Z9, powered by Mercury's new 250 Pro XS, you know Nitro has the boat for you. Gone Fishing Marine and Nitro invite you to ignite your passion. With 360 degrees of performance, more boat for your money, custom match trailers, no haggle, no hassle pricing. It's time you stepped up to a Mercury-powered Nitro. And now, here's your pro tip of the week. Hey, they've got so much going on down at Gone Fishing Marine in June, I don't even think they're going to let Mark Blanton and the crew go home. 
Oh, the 24th uh, through the 3rd, a 10-day store-wide clearance sales event, all treasure chest of savings, um, 10-day pricing on new and used boats, major store-wide sales, um, everything in the parts department, the tackle department, the sales department, um, new boat department, everything on sale. Saturday, June 25th, they're going to have fishing seminars, a barbecue, door prizes, raffle prizes, um, going to have everything going on down there. July, there's got a lot going on the 4th of July weekend on July 2nd another big seminar day and barbecue um, just stop by come on down and see the new boats whether you're looking for uh, whether you're looking for a new triton jetcraft nitro lund sun tracker tracker tahoe or uh, they've got the new sanger wakeboard boats to the family ski boats and wakeboard boats so come down check it out but more than all tuesday night ultimate bass university it's top water night we're going to be talking everything from frogs to czar spooks to lunker punkers uh down there at uh, ultimate bass university tuesday night 6 30 it's a free seminar free raffle we'll have something to eat so come down and hang out with us um all night long and every tuesday gone fishing marine is open until 9 p.m you can drop your boat off for service you can pick your boat up after service uh, or you can come down there and uh, hang out we've always got a few of the pro staff members hanging out on tuesday nights to talk fishing uh get you all set up for the weekend so come on down this Tuesday night, Ultimate Bass University, the West's largest monthly bass fishing classes. We'll see you Tuesday night at Ultimate Bass University. That's your pro tip of the week. Gone Fish and Marine is one of the largest full-service dealers around, featuring the full line of mercury-powered nitro bass boats. Gone Fishing has a huge selection of electronics, boating accessories, parts, and an impressive tackle shop, along with professional factory-trained and certified mechanics. Ready for a new mercury-powered nitro? They're just off I-80 in Dixon on North Lincoln Street and never too far from your favorite fishing hole. Check them out on the web at gfmarine.com or give them a toll-free call at 877-305-7538. Gone Fishing Marine, your authorized nitro boats dealer can fish with the same rods as champion angler Gary Dobbins. And now you may be fishing from the same Ranger Evan route Gary fishes out of as well. That's right, Dobbins Rods is giving away a top-of-the-line Ranger Z521, powered by an Evan Rude 250 E-Tech, Minn Kota, and Humminbird Electronics, just like Gary's boat. And all you have to do is purchase a Dobbins Rod or give one of the participating dealers demo rods a try, and then you can enter. The Dobbins Rods Ranger Evan Rude giveaway is going on now. For more information and contest rules, check out DobbinsRods.com or visit your local Dobbins Rods dealer, and you might be towing away a new Ranger boat or one of the other great prizes. Dobbins Rods. Rods.com, where fishing is more than just a hobby. Kent Brown here from Ultimate Bass. If you know how to read the water, it's a lot easier to find the fish. But reading the water won't give you any warning of a boating accident. And when accidents happen, it's usually too late to reach for a life jacket. That's why it's a great idea to wear a life jacket whenever you're using your boat. Today's life jackets are lightweight, comfortable, and they don't get in the way of finding those fish. So wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. Do you have that old favorite lure in your tackle box that always catches fish? We all do. Chances are that lure is made from one of the many companies at Fradco. With brands like Rebel, Hedden, Bomber, Cordell, Smithwick, Arbogast, Excalibur, Booyah, and Yum, now every lure in your tackle box is a fish catcher. There are many new models and colors, as well as your old favorites, from top waters like the Hedden Super Spook to the Yum brand of soft plastics. The fish catching lures from Pradco are proven tournament winners at affordable prices. You can see the complete line at lurenet.com or visit your favorite tackle store. With Pradco brand baits, you won't need to be lucky. Hey, you looking for a fishing getaway that won't cost a fortune in gas? Party Lake Recreation Area is the place located 30 miles southeast of Sacramento. Party Lake is one of the most beautiful facilities in the motherlode, and the best thing is it's a fishing lake. No jet skis or wakeboarders make it a quiet fishing getaway. Party Lake owns the state record smallmouth bass, and double-digit largemouth fall victim to swim baits every week. If you're chasing bass, trout, kokanee, catfish, or bluegill, you're sure to hook up at Party Lake. Party stocks thousands of catchable trout each month. A six-lane boat ramp, fish cleaning station, marina, tackle shop, boat rentals, fuel and a well-stocked store as well as newly remodeled coffee shop has everything you need. If your weekend getaway calls for more than just fishing, Jackson Rancheria Casinos just minutes away with top-name entertainment, casino gaming, and five-star hotel accommodations. And your Jackson Rancheria Dreamcatcher card will reward you with VIP treatment, rooms, meals, and more. So the next time you're looking for a weekend getaway that won't break the bank, head out to Pardee Lake Recreation Area and Jackson Rancheria Hotel and Casino and catch a dream. To stop the spread of Kaga mussels, Pardee Lake requires your boat to be clean and dry and will be inspected at the ramp. 
If you haven't been into Sportsman's Warehouse in Rockland for a while, it's time you come back in. And if you're looking, well, maybe you're looking to buy yourself a Father's Day present or you're looking to learn a little bit more about bass fishing, today's the day. The Summer Fishing Expo and Bassapalooza going on at Sportsman's Warehouse from 9 to 2. The Bayside Adventure Club is hosting today's seminar, and they're going to have a great lineup of speakers, including big bait specialist Matt Allen. Don Paganelli's going to be there, Michael Baggett, and the entire crew from the Bayside Fishing Club. Stop by at Sportsman's Warehouse, 6640 Lone Tree Boulevard in Rockland, today from 9 to 2 at Bassapalooza, and get down there and get all lined out. They're going to have a great special, big raffle, and they're going to have stuff for the kids to do as well. Sportsman's Warehouse, 6640 Lone Tree Boulevard in Rockland, the place for anglers, hunters, and outdoorsmen to get everything you need. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Ken Brown. All right, guys, we're back. Ah, oh, Sepp's yelling things in my ear over here when I wasn't uh, wasn't looking, but uh, that'll be a good deal. Hey, uh, a lot going on down at Wheeler Lake. Man, there's uh, there's so much happening, getting ready for the final event. And uh, like I told you earlier on in the show, he's uh, he's back. He's back as far as uh, as Skeet's doing uh, doing real well down there in third and uh, KBD looking for his. Uh, seventh bass angler of the year title yeah and i don't want to hear yeah but you know he shouldn't have had two of them skeet had those one yeah they all played by the same rules guys we all know how that works but uh you know the guy that uh, is in the know the guy that is uh, uh following along he's down there his crew's on the water well when they're not too big assistants to go out in the rain like yesterday his crews are on the water every every week i get to hang out with him on fridays with his bass talk live show and uh, the bass zone you guys hear me push the bass zone here all the time as uh, your place to hang out and find out what's going on joining us from the bass zone bass talk live uh live from wheeler lake oh buddy mark jeffries you got the you got d thomas as your opening act these days big boy oh i can't believe that man i'm honored i, I can't believe you put me up against him yeah well you know i mean that's uh that's a that, you're, you're you're big time jeffries man i mean it's it's the bass zone it's not everybody uh, i it's not everybody i give you know, my toyota jacket to yeah exactly you know after that break i need to go to Party Lake, good grief! You need to come to Party Lake. You've seen the pictures of some of the smallmouth from our uh, from our media days and uh, some know. of the big largemouth. And um, yeah, you know what's funny is a couple of years ago we had our media day at Party in uh, in January. Skeet mm-hmm. came down and blanked, and then he went and won <laughs> the Bassmasters Classic. So uh, you know, just just you know, we got the blank out of the way for him early. All right. Well, how about? The West Coast man, Skeet Reese, getting it done at the final event. You know, that's one of the cool stories. And i got to tell you, Ken, it's kind of under the radar here. Yeah. When uh, when Skeet came off stage, there were like two guys interviewing him. And then he just kind of looked around, and then he just kind of moseyed off into the sunset. And how cool would it be, the final event of the year, after the year that he has, to win and go back to the Red River? To go back to the Red River where he won his Bassmasters Classic. And, and uh, you know, what a story that would be, um, you know, if he could if he could pull it off. I sent him a little text last night that just said, uh, you're back. Hey, no pressure, just win. <laughs> you know, so uh, it's uh, it would be really cool. And, and uh, definitely he's got, his, he's got his work cut out for him. And it sounds like um, he, and, uh, he and David Walker fishing pretty close to each other. Yeah, you know, Walker's had a really good two – two-day script written because the the first cast of day one, he catches a four-pounder. Right. And, you know, and he just he just bleeds off of that for the remainder of the day. And then the following day, really close to the same kind of situation taking place where he caught him really quick. Uh, that first two hours of the day, very, very critical. Yesterday, even though we had a torrential rain come through, massive amounts of lightning, thunder. It was just pretty ugly. Not a whole lot of high winds, but uh, just pretty ugly on the water, and he still managed to uh, get it done on day two. Uh, But I I don't know if you got a chance to to check out the postgame show last night. The cool thing about Ott Defoe is he is not lined up in a -a take-a-number situation like a lot of those guys are out on the main part of Wheeler, he is tucked away in some magical little backwater place with nobody else around him. And uh, the fish just look 
totally different than he's catching, Ken. Really? Well, Defoe totally. has wrapped up the the rookie of the year, correct? I mean, he. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, absolutely. mathematically, I guess there's still some guys able to catch Kevin, but uh, but my math's not that good. Now, you know, I think the, the guys back in the trailer that got the PhD in physics and math <laughs> that are crunching the numbers have never watched cares? Kevin Go fish. Ahead and give him the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of what I was thinking. I was kind of watching that whole deal going, really? I, ooh, boy, I kind of see it as Kevin wins. But, you know, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched the standings yesterday, and, and uh, Edwin Evers, who came into the event in second place in the point standings, you know, Evers just making the cut at 48th. And uh, and then that little cluster they had going on at 50th where, you know, now they went to 51 and brought Murray in and the whole deal. But I, I was kind of watching it saying, ah, okay, I guess if Edwin is fishing today, then, yeah, they can't really say he's won yet. Well, yeah, like I said, though, go ahead and give the guy the trophy. You know, the crowd will be uh, really good here on Saturday. It'll be, you know, a festive atmosphere. Yeah. And once again, the initials taking it down, uh, it's it's just KVD being KVD. That's yeah. all you can say. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it is uh, it is absolutely um, just, you know, we used to talk about nobody ever won you know, the classic and the angler of the year in the same year. Well, now he's working on back-to-back angler of the year classic titles. and uh, Never been done. Never been done, and, you know, who knows if it'll ever be done again. And, and the, pro- the the bad part is he's not done, you know. Hell, he'll go to the Red River in February and win that, you know. So, I mean. I know. You know, let's talk about the other end of that spectrum, though, because uh, when they closed the scales yesterday, Mark, they sent a bunch of guys home from the 2011 Elite Series that we will not see at the Bassmasters Classic this year. And, and uh, uh, it's it's uh, it's a different feeling on the Bassmaster Elite Series with some of the guys this year. Yeah, you know, uh, I saw a look of disgust. I saw a look of relief. I saw a look of, I just want to go home. Yeah, I'm and, done. Uh, you know, it, it, it was just, uh, it, it was hot. It's been two weeks. These back-to-back events take a lot out of these guys because, really, it's only four swings. And when you throw back-to-back events in there, especially the last one of the year, and, and you're not, you know, you're sitting in 60th, 70th place in the points, you, you, you're just, you're ready to just haul it in and let's get out of here and try and focus on next year. Plus, the fact of the matter is, Every single event this year, these guys have been in a battle on the water because everybody, for the most part, has been grouped up in certain areas, whichever stop we're at. And this week is no different. They're grouped up out there on the ledges, and they're bickering and moaning and arguing and fighting. I'm telling you, man, I got the greatest idea. We've talked about it on BTL. Just put the octagon on the pontoon, blow the whistle. It comes up there, throw them in the octagon, let them get after it. You want ratings? That's going to give you ratings right there. Peter Teed win three tournaments. <laughs> Sheffield would win the other three because Sheffield looks like he's fought in a bar before. Oh, my gosh. You know, so. I, I, it's just I have never seen a year like this. We talk about a lot of stuff that takes place on the water. We use the locker room scenario. A lot of stuff that takes place in the locker room stays in the locker room. Right. But this year, Kent, it has been absolutely bizarre how much stuff has taken place on the water where it's kind of carried over either to the launch the following day or the weigh-in after these guys get off the water. They're hot, they're tired, they're upset, they want to throw down. It's just uh, craziness. Well, you know, NASCAR went with uh, boys have at it. Maybe Bass needs to do the same thing. No, I don't know. I think the fans would get a kick out of the octagon, though. I want to see that. I don't think it's going to happen, but how cool would that be? You know, you could put, you could have Zona as the announcer. <laughs> you know, I mean, we could put this whole thing together, and you know, who better, who better than your partner, the guy that does all the hard work for Bass Talk Live, to be the ring girl than Matt Pangrek. <laughs> the Nature Boy. The Nature Boy, Panger with a little card, round two. 
walking around yeah. the octagon. All right, yeah. let's get away from that before we get too far carried away, yeah. because then we're going to have to try to figure out if we if there's anybody else besides uh, if there's anybody else in the in the entire circuit that would fight in the same weight class as Iconelli. What somebody somebody's wife would have to go fight Iconelli. <laughs> so it, it just it'd go straight downhill. You know how that goes. All right, you know what? You're on the inside. You kind of have a little bit of an idea of what's going on. You're at every BASS event. Are we going to see a Western swing out of the Elite Series? Because the FLW Tour, Mark, just announced once again the 2012 schedule, and they did a phenomenal job avoiding the West. Um, you know, yeah. once again, we will not see an FLW Tour major or open tournament come to the West Coast. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that the guys will have to drive to, um, oh, I don't know, probably Pickwick again for the uh, Everstart Championship. And uh, we we have never seen an FLW Tour event in the West Coast. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed because uh, you guys need something. You guys need something out there. And and Kent, what do you think about this? Whether it's Bass or FLW, and I know FLW has their alignment with Walmart and, and that whole thing going on over there. But there's got to be some companies that have strictly a West Coast presence that they could get to get involved with this thing. Yeah. I mean, shoot, I, I could care less if it's In-N-Out Burgers. You know what I'm saying? You'd like it to be How In-N-Out Burgers, be? actually. No, exactly, and and we do need to see. Um, you know, a presence in the West. And, and hopefully, hopefully, uh, I have had a couple of conversations with Jerry. Yeah, we all want to see an open circuit come back out here uh, with Bass. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to pull it off for 2012, but we definitely would love to see the Western swing with the Elite Series come back to the West Coast, the Delta Clear Lake. Um, heck, who cares? Shasta Clear Lake, the Delta Shasta. Uh, we've got some We've got some great fisheries out here. And, you know, take them to a, take them to a shallow pond, take them to a deep spot of Bass Lake and see, uh, see how that goes for a you know, a, a multiple swing, but, uh, you know, the guys come out, they want to go to Clear Lake or they want to go to the Delta, but we, we definitely have some options. All right, buddy, Bass Talk Live. You guys do a phenomenal job with Bass Talk Live um, every day from, uh, it's 11 a.m. here in California, but every day you yeah. guys uh, you guys do a great job with BTL. Yeah, we're going to have fun next week. Uh, we're going to have Ott Defoe on. We're going to break down his Rookie of the Year season, break down each event, and we're going to continue to have guests on there. Keep doing the Skype thing. Love to have you on every Friday, uh, giving the West Coast a little bit of love, seeing what's taking place out on the left side. And uh, it's fun stuff. we got some really cool stuff that we're going to have lined up uh, coming up in July, including the BTL folks. We are looking for the worst tackle room in America. Nice. nice. How about that? The, you don't fall in that category, do you, Cam? Uh, it's pretty bad, but not quite that bad, yeah. yeah <laughs> not bad. All right, guys, check them out. Bass Talk Live, the Bass Zone. Mark Jeffries and the entire crew, they do a phenomenal job there. Buddy, I appreciate you calling in. Um, you know what? Go skeet, man. We hope he uh, hope he makes a classic. It's just going to be a cool story. Absolutely. All right, we'll talk Friday, man. You got it, buddy. See you on Bass Talk Live. Mark right, Jeffries, guys, check it out, and uh, you guys can follow along. Log on there, and uh, all morning long, there'll be uh, live updates on the water. Stick around, guys. We'll, uh, we're going to try to get this all put in before the bell rings. Keep it going, Chris. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. If you're looking to buy a new mercury-powered Triton boat or already own one, Gone Fishing in Dixon is your place to call home. From the aluminum VT-16 to the Tournament Top 21 XS, Gone Fishing's lineup of Triton boats offers the most advanced design, ride, performance, and safety features in the industry. With Triton Gold Tournament bonuses and Gone Fishing's award-winning Mercury Premier Service Center by your side, the advantages to being a Triton boat owner were never greater. Visit us right off I-80 in Dixon as Gone Fishing Marine, Mercury Outboards, and Triton Boats bring you Ultimate Bass University, the third Tuesday of every month at 6.30. Find out more at GF Marine. Marine.com. Guns Fishing and Other Stuff in Vacaville wants bass anglers to know they are your one-stop bass fishing superstore. No matter where you're headed, Guns Fishing and Other Stuff has the largest selection of bass tackle, rods, reels, and electronics in the area. Not just a few lucky crafts, but hundreds of colors and sizes. And not just a couple of Pradco baits, they stock hundreds of your favorites and some new colors that soon will be your favorites. Soft plastics from all the big manufacturers, swim baits, terminal tackle, and all the rods and reels the pros use. 
Sure, they have guns and other stuff, but they should be called guns, bass fishing, and other stuff. With their great selection and enough inventory, they won't be sold out when you get there. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. Right off I-80 in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road. Or check them out online at gunsfishing.com. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville your store for all your bass fishing needs. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Just like a boxer knows that standing still is a losing plan, the same can be said for fishing. You have to stick and move. On the water, nothing moves faster than Okuma's Trio high-speed spinning reels. 6.2 to 1 gear retrieve moves fast, dissects water with speed and efficiency, crossover construction, and dual-force drag hits with power. Trio high-speed spinning reels make success simple. Cover more water and catch more fish. Catch them online at okumafishing.com. Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world? Then WesternBass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. WesternBass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photos, and special prices from advertisers every week. WesternBass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure. Tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results. You may already be a fan of westernbass.com, and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. Westernbass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. I'm boater and angler Seth Hendrickson of California Sportsman. And I'm Kent Brown, professional angler from Ultimate Bass. Most people know us as anglers first. But whenever you're on the water in a boat, even if you're out there to catch that kokanee, you're a boater first, which means you've got to wear a life jacket. You don't need to wear one that's bulky or could make it tough to reel in a largemouth. You know, with today's life jackets, you barely know you're wearing one until it counts. So wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. Oh, we're back to music. Chris says we got to bail out of here Tuesday night, 6.30, Gone Fishing Marine. We will see you guys down there for Ultimate Bass University. A Bassapalooza today at Sportsman's Warehouse. Check out the online magazine at westernbass.com. They've done a great job. Make sure you catch the D. Thomas article. Happy Father's Day. From spotted bass in lakes to largemouth in the Delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish. With tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Coming up next, two more hours of outdoor entertainment with Sepp Hendrickson at California Sportsman. Ultimate Bass is a production of Sepp's Pro Fishing Incorporated. Thanks for listening. To the newest and finest products in the fishing industry, look no further than Fisherman's Warehouse. All four convenient locations are well stocked with product and fully staffed with knowledgeable employees to help you make the right selection for every type of fishing anywhere in the world. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose, Fisherman's Warehouse will solve all your angling needs. Thursday night at all locations is seminar night. Local experts, guides, and regional pros give seminars and present demonstrations, sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make experienced and novice anglers more knowledgeable and better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse is your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting reels to deep-sea reels designed for saltwater, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all, including Shimano's full line of rods for both fresh and saltwater applications. Serving anglers' needs for over 25 years, Fisherman's Warehouse has it all. And if it's new from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse, Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose. And be sure to check out their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Know the best thing on water? 
you. With friends and family, finding the perfect fishing hole courtesy of your Honda Outboard. With more four-stroke choices than anyone, plus legendary reliability and fuel economy, you know every trip will be a good one. Sporting the full line of Honda Outboards, plus an award-winning service department, your go-to Honda headquarters is Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. See what they can do for you at gfmarine.com or right off I-80 in Dixon. Gone Fishing Marine and Honda Outboards, never too far from your favorite fishing hole. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. Show. 